variety of... What's up guys, welcome back to the AK pod. I know it's been a minute, but hopefully you're ready for the hype that is the AK watch following season three of Kaguya-sama Lovers War. And talking through the events of the three episodes with me is my co-host, the usual suspect, Daniel, talk to them. Yep, we're back. Didn't think, you didn't think we'd be back for season three, we're back. They're not watch, no longer rewatch, but (laughs) yeah, we're talking Kage again, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man, it's... It's been a minute because we obviously did the rewatch, so of course we had to come back and see the present day antics of Kaguya and the gang, of course. And I think we've been eating good this spring season, like so far. Yeah, off topic, but it's a lot of good shows that are coming out this season. But obviously, Kaguya is one of them, and we got Spy Family. But yeah, it's definitely one of the better spring seasons that we've seen. From an anime perspective, anyway. A hundred, a hundred. So the format for this episode, we're going to go through the first three um, episodes of Kaguya Lovers War. Um, we're a bit behind. We didn't do it on time as the episode came out. But this is like the quick overview, the catch up, getting our thoughts on each episode, probably spending like 20 minutes on each, hopefully. And then we go from there mm-hmm. and see what's happening. So... You might as well, if there's anything else, not not anything else in your mind, Daniel, we'll just jump into it. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Lovely, lovely. So the first episode, season three, episode one, Miko wants to be soothed. What did you think about the episode, my G? Uh, for the first episode, it was like, you know, they kind of eased you back in with the just the antics, the comedy nothing too heavy with like storylines but just um just just funny jokes i was laughing a lot just this first segment as well with miko like it's kind of one of those things where people can i know this happens to at least one person you know you haven't put your headphones (laughs) in you're on the bus or the train and then you you just (laughs) you start blaring or whatever you're listening to so i could feel i was cringing with ishigami because i know he was trying to help her but Hey man, she does. She doesn't. She doesn't take to him well, so she's very averse to him. But yeah, it was a good episode. Good episode. No, likewise. I was like the whole time I was thinking, this is how we're starting off. This is actually crazy, and just the Miko stare when she just glared at him when she entered the was it the premises when she entered the office. Mm-hmm. She was like looking at him like he was some pigeon, looking at him like he was some speck of dust. Like why is this guy? this human being in my presence you know what i mean and i was just crying because obviously i expected i was like maybe we're gonna get a little bit of growth early on you know what i mean you know maybe we're gonna get a little bit of you know hospitable nature kindness Mm. especially with everything that happened in the previous season but i guess not i guess not (laughs) no just resuming where we left off 
and uh, it was just funny when Kaguya, um the president and chika they all walk in and then ishigami does a sacrifice play for nothing for no reason <laughs> and she just does can we just say the things that she's listening to is just okay what's it she was listening to is the affirmation um, things that was the, the wild affirmation thing. is the wildest thing like bro, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Uh, but you know that kind of plays into you know she's got low self-esteem so yeah in a way it's kind of sad that she has to listen to that stuff to lift herself up but it's very it's funny to um laugh at but it kind of shows how um this these are kind of some of the things that she was using to keep her spirits up when she was going through her trials before she met all the people on the student council and obviously she had her friend Osorogi helping her out too no it's true like the playlist thing started off so wholesomely like you're like this is actually not going to be too bad you just started with calm mm-hmm. nature music and then it just kept on escalating i think my real like gripe with it was like how can you not notice that your music is playing out loud like how can you be so oblivious to your surroundings that is, i was i was i was shook i was like because i would notice mm-hmm she might have to I get her ear checked out. She actually might have to get that like, Go Doctors next one of these um, future episodes just to get, you know, just make sure everything is functioning the right in the right way. Because mm-hmm, the thing is, like, even when you've when you don't plug them in properly, you know, you know, it's playing out loud. So how loud does she listen to her music that she can't tell the difference? You know, this is why she's deaf. She's actually, there's probably a thing, like if we researched and look into the episodes, we would see that she might just be deaf, suffering from loss of hearing or something like that, because that's actually the only explanation. And like, going on to like the words affirmation thing, that was funny to me, because first when I watched it, I was like, this is wild. But then like later on that day, I was like, wait, is this really the worst thing? Like... I might have to drop that onto my playlist. <laughs> next up, next up. I mean, it's not really bad. It's just it's just weird. If I was sitting next to someone on the train and they're like, oh yeah, you are loved. You're, you're pretty. I'd just be looking at them like, I mean, fair enough, but I, I wasn't trying to hear that, you know? It's peculiar, to say the least. No, it's true is actually true and i i think what stood out more to me like the most out of this episode is how ishigami is like the manliest man like he's like the coolest of cool like when he struck his pose and decided man was gonna fall take the fall for her i was like rob mm. they don't deserve you ishigami they don't deserve you Eno, even though we know i love Eno, like to the moon and back forever and ever i i ride i'm a Eno rider gunshots everything i was like Ishigami is actually the guy. He's actually the dude. And, like, bruh, you can't... I have to respect that. He stood there and purposely... Do you see the um, animation when he clipped it out? And you just hear the clip? Yep. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he stood there. And he said, watch me. And it was all for a waste. Like, you're going to see, I have real gripes with um the obviously the guy who does the the voiceover 
the commentator because the narrator the narrator was given unlawful L's throughout this episode unlawful bro it was straight wrong the things you were doing I was like that's not an L and like you see it on but at the end of this episode I 100% this was the first L I didn't agree with Ishigami didn't take it L you know what I mean he actually didn't take it L kind of did though because I mean he embarrassed himself for no reason and he, to be honest he should have known that she wasn't gonna clock on because <laughs> anything he anything he does Miko's just like oh this 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 waste man I don't even want to be in the same room as him breathe the same oxygen so she he should have already known he if he just needs to say things directly like yo your thing is out like if he had said it oh, in the true. beginning simple before they come through then he he doesn't need to do the sacrifice play. 100%. What? It would have all been dealt with. But I guess, like, yeah. they like doing everything the hard way, which is Facts. hella wild and hella unnecessary. Um, So, moving on to the sem- second part of this great episode, Kaguya doesn't realise. And I think this episode kind of personified why <laughs> Love is War is so great. Because the antics and the stupidness that happened in this whole episode. It, I was like, how can Kaguya be so naive? Like, obviously, we knew, we knew from the previous season. She's, it's her first time having a phone, jumping online. And obviously, she doesn't understand the etiquette. She doesn't understand the formalities, what things mean. But how can you not know? that somebody can see your message when you send it. How can you not know? I mean, she never used apps before, in there. Like, she doesn't know about Line or, I guess, it's WhatsApp for us. So, she doesn't know about the tech. To be honest, you could blame her bringing her up to speed because she seems like a techno guru. Mm. But, hey, it was too funny just seeing her so smug. She's saying, oh, yeah, I'm not going to reply to his message straight away. <laughs> And then Shirogan is, he clocked on and he's like, oh, so you read a message and you just pretending. And then, what's it? She tried, I feel bad for her, so I can't, I can't lie. The way she, <laughs> she, just, she just, she's like, oh, yeah, deal with this now. Deal with this immediately, please. <laughs> if I'm her, so I'm like, nah, you made your bed lying there, man. You That's... have to hold that one because, bro, you were acting all smug. You don't know how to... You don't even know the technical know-how and you're trying to you're trying to act like you're the big you're the big man and it came back to bite her she is so lucky like it this was like one of the episodes where i felt like the sections where i felt like ishigami is always so close to taking a big w but he's so frazzled and he's never composed enough to like finish the job because he had her on ropes Mm-hmm. Her, and, and obviously the other uh, group chat as well because the the antics were happening <laughs> in the group chat as well and it was a bit mad but she, he had her on ropes it was actually wild i was like okay but you know hayasaka who needs to we every time i say this her pain needs to keep rising the the zeros needs to keep adding up because that's not the job description for sure that's that's beyond the job description that's why she's the queen still. 
Facts, facts. And I think why I like this segment is because you kind of get to see the guys. I think I said this a lot during the rewatch, but just seeing them actually outside of school, just doing normal stuff. Yeah. We're just seeing um, Hayasaka and Kaguya in their home, um, just getting ready to bed, just chilling. And you kind of see what they're doing outside of the student council things, seeing how if they actually talk in real life, so to speak, if they're interacting with each other, seeing the interactions. Like, I found it funny when she messaged um, Chika and Miko and she, was, and she aired them. <laughs> and they knew she aired them and she's just she's just she's just blase and they're like oh right, she aired me does she not like me <laughs> it was the still was like when they bring brought up every f- facial like facial reaction like one by one mm-hmm. and it was like Eno is having some t- so, some sort of like existential crisis she's like raw and then <laughs> Chica's just chill as can be but she's looking like does she know who I who I am? Like like respect the thing, you know what I mean? Just looking at it like she's unbothered. And Ishigami is just there like, right, this is actually just my normal life, but extended to the group chat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. <laughs> I think for me what was wild was um definitely the face she gave um Hayasaka. When oh, she clocks on too. to what's going on, she's like Wait, you're telling me Hayasaka, basically, you knew this the whole time. Because obviously Hayasaka could have redeemed the situation multitude of times before. Actually, no, I lied. That's actually a, a lie. Because the situation was actually too far gone. But she was like, do, do I embarrass her now? Or do we, does she have to firm the embarrassment later? And low-key, it had to be a later thing. Mm-hmm. It had to be, because... She was she was too confident. Is it was even is it even like you know like you've given a child a balloon and you know like you're gonna have to pop the balloon sooner or later and you just wait till the very last moment and then you pop it and you have to deal with the consequences afterwards. No, hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, if there's nothing else on this section, I definitely want to comment on the fact that. And another unlawful L was given by the narrator to my guy Ishigami. What did he do in this episode to deserve another L? I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, he got he got aired. He got that like, airtime. Yeah, but bruh, that means by definition he should be getting an L every episode. But why does why had why are they changing the definitions of how we give our Ls in this series? Because Ishigami he got two Ls. In just the two parts of the first episode. Yeah, man, he started the season off in, with a negative. A very he poor showing. Very It's a poor showing. <sighs> hopefully hopefully he comes out strong. But we know him. He's a you know, he'll he's come a trooper. Back soon, don't worry. He's a trooper. Exactly. Okay, so to the next section, Chica wants to battle. So what did you what did you <laughs> To say, like my my agenda against Chica will continue. The politician's <laughs> daughter always scheming. Not even not even one episode. She's already bringing in games, arm wrestling, and she was being rude to Ishigami too. I didn't like that. I was I'm like, bro, chill on him, man. Not even Don's got the muscles. 
The slander. Exactly. Unnecessary. Man's chilling. You're asking him to lift things and you can lift it yourself. What's your problem, man? It's wild. Why did you even ask him then? Facts. Lazy. He was actually going out of his way to be helpful. We know he's not that type of individual who's about the physicality. Apart from, obviously, when he um, joins the cheer crew. But that's a different type of physicality. But he's not about moving stuff like individual if it's teamwork he's all about it but the uh, the slander was unnecessary and this is what my like take on the ongoing shirigane taking l's and hate in this series so far with this season three the first episode Eno somehow has transcended the series and is now trying to write and direct that's the only explanation because he he's never taken this much else so Eno is definitely in the writing room somewhere trying to you know spilling her bias that's the only option it might have to be because i mean she's onto ishigami she's always been onto him but uh I'm nah, I'm not done with Chica. <laughs> I'm not I'm, I'm not done with her. Hey, Rose Chica. We're, we're gonna go sequentially anyway. Two, so two, two, two. she was rude to Shigami. I didn't like that. That's fine. Like obviously, have some pride as a man. You're 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 lifting, and she did back up her talk. I can lift the thing. So why can't you lift it? You you are a man. But then she's she starts talking about arm wrestling. Now I'm like, okay, this is interesting. This is a game <laughs> I didn't expect to see from you. So she beats Ishigami. I'm like, okay, fair enough, fair enough. And then they're doing a tournament with the rest of Dons. And they they get to, um obviously, Miko versus Kaguya. Um, Kaguya pammed her it, quickly. It wasn't easy. even a contest. Flash a cake. That was too easy. Exactly. And then we have Shiragane versus Chika. And then Kaguya catches her cheating. So what do I always say, Rigel? Politician's <laughs> daughter. You can't trust these people. Oh my they days. just keep giving me more ammunition, more evidence to add to my case that you can't trust these people. You're not she lying. She is always trying to find the loophole. How can you trust her? She's a snake, bruv. And Ishigami, he embarrassed her. Like last time, he <laughs> called her out and she was out here looking sh- sheepish. She was ashamed of herself, as she should. How can you introduce the game and always be trying to get one up with your cheating? It's Just play tapped. fair, man. Just play fair. I'm on my knees. Play fair. <laughs> nah, bruh. You, you actually haven't lied because you've been flying this flag for a very long time. And it's like, you know she's a politician and she comes from that lineage. Because the worst she mm-hmm. said, she said, let's settle this. We need to see who the strongest slash weakest is. Then she says, a society that allows the weak to go their lives without being oblivious to the weakest, to, oblivious to their weakness, needs to be reset. How do you... How, hmm. what can, that's wild. Yeah, that yeah. is actually <laughs> wild. <laughs> Bruh, do you know I was taken for back? I was taken back for words when she said that. She said, she have to, we have to reset with society. Nobody, you can't be weak and not know you're weak. You have to be labelled. Bruh, Problematic. She's a scary individual, man. I'm telling you, I, I never trusted her ever since. Ever since it was revealed, she's been snaky and she's snaking again. And now she wants to oppress the weak, <laughs> uplift the strong. 
Facts. Like, we don't have enough of that already. Aye. Problematic to the, the extent that is actually unthinkable. And the thing is, because she's packaged like a cute student, you know, mm-hmm. like games club knows like people who know a lot of games and go to games clubs they're usually nice people like how can you not be a nice person chica and you've been a snake since you tried to snake the team during the election season that from then we knew we couldn't trust you Hmm, exactly yeah she was doing this she was doing the sneaky stuff then too so it's a bit tight it's a bit tight but the main thing in this uh section the kaguya and um what's it shirogane holding hands oh doing the arm days. wrestling those two are so dumb man like, <laughs> oh we're holding hands i want to enjoy this for as long as possible are you serious man you guys are what you or you're you're 17 16 17 and you're you're Man up, man. You're just holding hands, man. I'm tired of these Japanese dons and these silly, um, <laughs> this, this low bar for romance. It's supposed to, it's, it's funny, but I'm just like, you guys are being ridiculous now, man. You were standing there for uh, it seem, seemingly hours just holding hands. Bruh. Is the sweat, the, you could grow like, what's it, a biofilm on the, between the hands because I'm of dead. how much sweat's. Nah, man. These, these guys need to fix up. Just holding hands, and then, and then she realizes she's holding hands, and she slams man into the ground. I'm like, bro, are you being okay? It's cool. It's well. But well, yeah, we know they're tapped. Like we've been knowing that. I've been saying that. I've my agenda has more run towards um Kaguya, but I have to understand how implicit Shirogane is in the antics that exactly. actually take place. Shirogane, you're a cool, dude. Like top of the class president your fly but your antics and you should actually hmm. know better he he doesn't have the same excuse that kaguya does being sheltered and you know not being able to see the world he's just poor bro, <laughs> bro being poor you should just know everything like you you've seen everything you know what i mean bro it ain't it yeah it actually it's tight for it. him it is yeah it, it, it's to a point where you're like Everybody kind of knows you guys like each other, and you guys mm-hmm. know you like each other, but you just you just love being ignorant. You just love, like, you love you love the war. They, that's what they enjoy. They have, they fetishize the the war between who's gonna, um, you know, cave in and reveal their true like love for each other, and this is why they never get in together. It's gonna be like this forever, man. Yeah, I guess this is this is one of those segments that kind of show, I guess, where we are with Kaguya and Shirogane. We both know they like each other. I think they know the other likes each other, but they're not. They're just not there yet. Where they 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 can be confident in sharing their feelings, and we're kind of in this stagnant period where, where there hasn't really been much progress on either side. But we're we're still having fun, but one thing I wanted to say before we move on to the next episode is Kaguya being hench is too funny to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Hello, jokes. Nah, they said she's using a man's bow. I'm like, okay. Look she at built- you, Kaguya. I rate she- you. She's actually built very differently. Like, 
her prospects mm-hmm. are very high because she can just do everything. She, she she does the academics. She can do the athletics. Like what can't and the martial arts too? And the, bro, the only thing she can't do is love somebody and tell them he, that she loves them. That's the only her only flaw. Which to be honest, is bad, but it's not bad. But it's bad. Yeah, she can she can live without it. So she, <laughs> she can. She, she she'll be alright. Nah, she'll be good. She'll definitely be good. Yeah, like you said, transitioning to the episode two. And the, f- the first section is Miyuki Shirogane wants to meditate. Mediate. Oh, mediate. Man said, so do you not actually have in my notes written meditate? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> now, they look similar. Don't worry, don't worry. Mediate. And... I love this um, section because, firstly, like the bromance, the the relationship between the mandem Ishigami and Shirogane, to this day, it still stays strong, and to this day, they Bam. still confide in each other, and they still, you know, trying to help each other in in any little way they can. And I think the most impressive thing is how you can tell that um, Shirogane is really himself around Ishigami. And Ishigami is really mm. himself around Shirogane. And they seem so, like, unproblematic, relaxed. You, that's the only time in this series that you ever see them not anxious or have any anxiety in their heart. But when you have the other females around, when you have Miko and you have <laughs> Chika and you have... That's a heart attack. They have mini heart attacks apart from when they're not with each other. So I just, I love mm-hmm. seeing that. Yeah, I agree with you. I really enjoyed this um, this first section for this episode, just because um, seeing the relationship, they kind of mirror each other with Shirogane and Ishigami, with um, Ino, with Osaragi. And I just like the role that Shirogane plays with um, when he's with Ishigami, he kind of mm-hmm. takes on the elder brother role he's um always giving him advice but also they can play off each other have banter you know kind of that's like you know how boys do and it's quite um i guess interesting to see the way ishigami kind of um lets down his guard with shirogani where he's more comfortable he'll be saying he kind of complaining more showing more um i guess um exasperation mm. like when he's talking about his um relationship with ino and also that's another thing that mirrors each other ino and ishigami they both doing each stuff for each other but the other doesn't actually realize yeah and it's it's kind of funny because if they just came out and said what each other done it probably changed the react um their relationship drastically but like they're too busy trying to do up um undercover hero to you know breach that gap because Ishigami he's done a lot for um Eno like um I think when she was having a bad time he he was the guy who left the flower for her with the poem and what we got with Eno saying how she was helping with Ishigami kind of it kind of makes you understand why she's always getting onto Ishigami because of how much stress he indirectly puts her through and that was something that kind of opened my eyes in this episode which uh which i appreciated no you're right i didn't realize how much 
she actually does like obviously um previous seasons and episodes have gone over the fact that they both look out for each other but the extent to which Eno Eno's out here like fixing up his report cards dealing with like people who have been disgruntled and feel some type of way she's like putting out fires all around um Ishigami without Ishigami noticing mm-hmm. like obviously um Ishigami does his part but I feel like obviously Eno's part is way more like way more work which is crazy yeah, I'd agree with you because I mean one of the things she mentioned with the when she's talking to the disciplinary head right I didn't I didn't realize she was getting stick for that because we already we already see her again onto Ishigami but mm. for her to kind of downplay what Ishigami does so he doesn't get more um severe repercussions kind of speaks to the type of person that um Eno is where even though she doesn't it's kind of it's kind of actually weird that she goes out of her way for Ishigami because I understood when he was being unfairly treated in middle school but why does she continue to do it I wonder I think maybe if we continue with the series we'll see more um what's it we'll see more about her reasoning I guess yeah I'd actually never even thought of it that way because what is that kind of motivation that's still spurring her on to you know to still be heavily involved especially when they're in such uh, close parameters and contact on a mm-hmm. daily basis like at some point you would have thought and obviously with their interactions you'd have thought the the abrasive nature of their interaction is so much maybe she would stop but she's still to this day highly motivated to be like i'm gonna yep. go out of my way to make sure this guy <laughs> is Changes. fine facts he's like this is kind of like my personal project i have to make sure it works out and we know how Eno is. I can change him. (laughs) She's that girl. She's that girl who's like, I can change this trash guy. This guy, he's not good, but I can change him. I see the light. And you can see that throughout kind of the, um, the link up between Shirogane and what's Eno's best friend's name? What's her name? Um, Kobachi Osoragi. That's it. Kobachi. Like their mm. interaction to try and formulate a plan to help them be more hospitable to each other <laughs> was <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> was so trash jokes. plans, by the way. They were bad plans. <laughs> they were very bad plans. Shirogane needs to take the L for that one. <laughs> Mom was sh- shaking in his boots. It was the worst plans. What was it? Um, what compliment? It was all right. That was the, the only good one. It was all right. Yeah, that, the other idea is. Like, um, what's it, um, clean each other's ears. Are you mad? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't do that to someone I'm friends with. Are you crazy? That, like, clean your own ears. Like, that's your, you know, bruh, you're going, going way too far. And even, like, the feeding each other, it's like, what is that? What's that actually helping? What what are we actually doing That's not going to make me want to be friends with you. If I don't like you and the mediator saying, okay, what I want you to do, yeah, I'm going to make sure your friend, you're going to make a friendship right now. So what you're going to do is you're going to take that spoon. You're going to put food on that spoon. You're going to get him to open his mouth. You're going to put <laughs> that spoon in his mouth, yeah? And you're going to do it again until the food is gone. That's not working. I'm sorry. I'm not buying what you're selling, bro. At all. Take it away. At all. 
I would be I like for trying though. To me, they did both put in some level of effort, but I think that's out of respect to their guardians mm-hmm. yeah. and their, yeah. their their parents who are overseeing their livelihoods. <laughs> it's like guys, it's like we just have to do this because obviously, especially um Kobachi, because when we get yeah. that line that she has been fighting in Eno's corner for ten years. Ten years. Hmm. She needs a, a decade, holiday. You know? She needs a holiday, my G. <laughs> hey, we need to start a GoFundMe for her holiday. She needs to go and relax somewhere, chill, vibes. Take off your glasses. When's the last time she's taken off her glasses? Like she's probably always on crud when ready. She's sleeping, isn't it? <laughs> Even then, she's on call, ready for Eno's nonsense. You know the midnight <laughs> <I don't> call. <laughs> on the midnight messages. The midnight antics, you uh, know, be like, hey, what you do it? Hey, let's go. You know, justice don't sleep, you know, isn't it? Justice doesn't sleep. For facts. For facts. And you know her. She's all about justice. She's all about morals, high grounds, low grounds, all the grounds. She covers them all. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a lot of running. I remember, she's right there with her. And I just like how she, because of her breadth of experience she knew what to say to get these two to kind of quasi get along Facts. and that that whole scene <laughs> that you have to, that scene was just too far they just the way it's like oh yeah um yes we're getting along and they just had the robot filter over their voice now that Bruh. was now that was too funny they they actually got patterned like so quickly and so swiftly i was like wow she has she Slapped on that reverse Uno card, the reverse psychology. Hmm. Slapped it out. And they patterned up real quick all the compliments that they could not find. Suddenly, they were just appearing in their mouths like bang, bang, bang. You know what I mean? <laughs> hmm But do you think, you know, I reckon... I reckon there is truth behind that. If you don't like... if Like, normally in these shows... They're people who don't like each other. They do actually like each other. So I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like we're gonna keep going down this road, you know, mm. between Miko and Ishigami. There's clearly they're both first years as well. So clearly something's gonna happen later down the line. That's what I think anyway. But we'll see. We'll have to see because right now I find it weird how Eno couldn't say anything nice about. Ishigami at all. She was right? struggling. Like, actually lost. I swear the honesty, though. <laughs> she didn't even want to tell one lie. I was like, bro, sometimes you just have to be like, yeah, like, I, I just, I just, I really like how you deal with people. Just have to do some next general one. You know, just slap it out there. And, oh, mm-hmm. she you know them vague ones. You know them ones. Yes, fam. The ones that you can like, legit cover every individual on the planet with you know because at some point they have showcased this quality <laughs> mm, i like your uniform i mean everyone's wearing it but I hear it. <laughs> facts it's like the way it just fits you in it it's just uh, it hits different it actually hits different it drops hey that drops you know <laughs> so raw is is that is that how you eat your lunch bruh the sophistication mm. uh, i've never seen anybody eat like that it's classy Yes, sir. But 
On to the, the next one. What's the next one for? Jump to the part. Um, Kagyo wants to distract him. Um, so we're going to mm. try and move efficiently through this one. But this was probably the most kind of eventful because of how many things was happening during the episodes regarding being in school, then being out of school, then other antics at the end. But let's just mm-hmm. start from the miss kind of communication because obviously it's not even miscommunication. It's just that um, it's Sh- um, Shogana's friends, they know that if they said we're just meeting up with some girls, we're just trying to do it, he's not coming. Yep. <laughs> they know he's not coming. So they have this, yeah, group networking, educational, future. Mm. We're trying to be better. We're trying to be the leaders of tomorrow. You know, spin bars. You know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. where the yeah, next no. generation of great leaders are gonna come from. They were the was they were chatting. Unbelievable. Brazy. <laughs> Brazy. <laughs> oh mm. my god. That's for him, you know. Do you? I feel not, I mean group networking, I mean surely this guy, you know, I'm not even gonna say surely because I doubt in his position, he came from outside the school, so Dons don't even like him anyway. True. He doesn't really have that much... Um, maybe he hasn't had that many opportunities or social interactions for him to actually experience something like that. Yeah. And and he's normally always working anyway, so I feel like he was like, okay, cool, they're inviting me out. Normally I say no, but let me, let me just... Let me just indulge them this one time so I can kind of get off for the next few times if I'm gonna reject them. Yeah. And like they caught him in the they caught him in the trap. They said, Yep, got him. Now the goals are confirmed. <laughs> hey, it was so smooth because there was no moment when you saw any doubt in his mind. It was like, Yeah, what yeah, we're going to this. So smooth. And then you just see um what's it called? Kagya unaware mm. oblivious to to the settings she has like a talk too much you know? she does but she i love her the trouble <laughs> she actually can't complain because most of the antics in some way involved her negligence or her overstepping what information she should give because in either way in some situation if she didn't say anything it's fine in other situations, if she said something, that's when it becomes fine. Hayasaka was like, hey, you know, you know, they're just trying to link gal. You know, they're just trying to, you know, this is one of those settings where you meet potential, a potential link, you know what I mean? A sneaky one. And she was like, yes, sir. What? <laughs> She's like, we have to make, we have to, we have to stop this. How do we stop this? Yeah, uh, you know what they you know what they have to do? Send in what's it, Air High Sucker. Man, High Sucker, she's doing overtime, man. Like she's it's not fair. It's not fair. She doesn't deserve this treatment. Why is she just being deployed like a tactical meek, man? <laughs> it's not fair. I felt so bad for her. Because Hayasaka said to her, Oh, are you just gonna if you go, are you just gonna throw yourself to the do- um like to the hungry wolves or something? And then Kaguya without blinking, it's like, oh, yep, you're going in there. Wow. Like, wow, that is, that's kind of crazy. But, you know, I think, I think this episode, well, this part was good because it kind of showed Hayasaka being a bit more honest and not just the whole, 
you know, maid mode thing we see when she was talking about, um, she wasn't saying it directly, but she was talking about Kaguya saying about, oh yeah, um, she's selfish and she's, um, she just, she doesn't really care. Yeah. And she always makes me do this stuff. And I was like, okay, now we're kind of seeing what you really think about some of the stuff she puts you through. And it's kind of, it was, it was good because obviously we don't, we haven't, we've seen Haisaka in small bits and pieces. I think the most we saw from her was in that episode when she was trying to seduce Shirogane. And obviously this week was a, or that episode, episode two was a continuation of that. Yeah. And I think it was good to have her interact with Shirogane without Kaguya being there. But I think most of the times they have interacted, she wasn't, Kaguya wasn't actually there. So it was nice, it's just nice to see these two interact, two characters that, normally are quite uh not normally are separate from each other and now yeah. we're seeing like what the dynamic is with them and before i hand it over to you i have to say that guy who was trying to move to her oh creepy ped- no predator. no what's it no game just just trying to force just forcefulness i'm like bro you know there's other people there so if you were even trying to hold her down and do stuff like they're gonna stop you Facts. if they have moves how sense my friend bro the vibes I got, it was actually disgusting. Like, bro, I was like, man, creepy. fast himself onto her. He like, he was moving towards, said, I broke up my girlfriend recently. I see you broken up. Let's have a broke up party. Like, I'm like, my friend, just move yourself. We good. Like, you're good. You're fine. Just go and, actually go home. Go to bed, read a book, educate yourself. You're not ready. Because you don't have the, like, you, you don't have the, skills the school set you know you can't be a creep my g behave yourself no that Mm -hmm. was that was definitely definitely shocking but obviously that was very bad shirogane saved the day came in clutch i think before actually before i move on to that i do want to add on to what you said just came back to my head um i agree with everything you said regarding hayasaka it just shows we've just seen a a very different aspect to her especially in this scene where you when she's not with like attached to um kaguya you definitely get the sense that there's real depth in her character when she was talking about um being fake to be loved not being you know not revealing your true you know character your true self um and that like you have to be fake to be loved or you have to lie to be loved. People can't really know everything that you truly are. I was like, rah, I hope you don't believe that. You just be yourself. Mm. And then she really like slapped it on Shirogane because Shirogane was the being the prez and just being that guy. He was like, that's not true. But then she said, okay, then show me the real you. Right now, can you even show me the real, you know what I mean? And I just thought that was like... Yeah, that's heavy, man. It was very heavy. And you could tell that Shirogane was just deep in it. It's like, raw. Like, in some aspects, he's like, I see what you're saying. And obviously, in other aspects, he's like, oh, I don't agree with it. But like, I see it. Mm. But it was definitely a deep... And I would, I would love to get more moments where we just really see um, Hayasaka's nature and her character and just more stuff about her. I think, um, I think we're probably gonna get that because especially with that line about how 
people I can't be loved unless they put on a mask. I think that's probably that's definitely gonna be touched upon later on in the series, I reckon. Because I just think we're just gonna dive into Hayasaka as a whole because of during the sports festival arc, we had this um it was kind of like a gag scene, but they had Hayasaka and she was looking for her, I guess her parent. And mm. she, obviously she was kind of upset. And I feel that's something that's gonna come up again because of um I feel like it's connected to the lines how um what she was talking about with um not being able to show her true face. Maybe she doesn't have a great relationship with her, her family, her parents, obviously because of the whole dynamic. Yeah. I'm assuming she's she doesn't really get to hang out with them because she's always with Kaguya. Maybe because of the way their family is with the Shinomiyas, they basically don't really spend that much time. They don't form a relationship with their kids. I don't know, but I feel definitely we're going to learn more about Hayasaka, maybe even this season. I don't know, but because I feel this this episode especially kind of really opened her up in terms of like learning more about how she thinks and what she thinks too. Yeah, 100%. And we definitely need that. And obviously... As the series progresses, we know how great this series is, and obviously I haven't touched the manga, but I, they have to go into like the broader aspects of other people, other characters that are actually involved in the series, just to mm-hmm. keep it fresh and entertaining. Because it can't be the same, yeah. can't be the same old, same old every all the time. Like, I agree with you. Yeah, and obviously that kind of moved on to. Shirogane saving the day and then <laughs> Hayasaka trying to move slap the game on to <laughs> and I kind of like I like this because this it was revenge season she said yeah, she's, she's very petty but she said it's now time you t- you gave she's like you gave me permission come do something about yes, it come do something about it Kaguya if you really want to I'm not gonna lie, Kaguya's moving a bit mad in this. Um, what's it? Kaguya wants to de- distract him. Is yes. that what, what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, she was moving crazy. She was moving crazy. She's on the roof. She's got the, what's it, the, the beanie hat in all black. I'm just thinking, God, what are you doing, man? We've got to do better. We've got to do better, please. But <laughs> I just I just found it so funny that because that's been burning her like she's thinking oh i just need more time don't worry i can make this work i'll fulfill your orders i'm gonna make this work we'll go to our private room so i got and you yeah i got you mm. she got her kaguya schema she tried to make it work she called up chica her girl <laughs> i love how uh, i know I, I love how chica's ride or die came straight away i like She's like, oh, Kaguya wants to do karaoke. And obviously, Chika knew Kaguya when she was still doing up, you know, like the one face cold, yeah. cold Kaguya yeah. when she was the ice queen. So for her Kaguya to ask her to go to karaoke, and Kaguya is not even supposed to be in the karaoke place because they said she was saying, oh, yeah, I'm not allowed to do that kind of stuff, the group dates and all that. So yeah. I was like, oh, raw. Um, but yeah, so that kind of shows how she's. Um, I guess more open to doing more things compared to what she was like before. So Chica's like, "Oh wow, I need to capitalize on this opportunity." But 
you know unfortunately um it wasn't for the actual karaoke reasons it was more scheming <laughs> it was proper scheming i felt sorry for chica because obviously kagya was misinterpreting and mis um understanding the sounds that were coming out of that room and obviously suspect sounds very suspect because the words that were being said the language being used the tone hey kagya was frazzled she said it's too late and i love how she was going through she was like how quickly what can i think of oh let me put on my glasses my mask wait i'm not a stalker then she's like wait fire alarm fire alarm can i can i pull the fire cord no get chica then she called chica but i was like you know that anything you do is going to be too late actually it was already too late Hmm. yeah i mean i think it's just this is one of the things that comes back to bike kagya she's always trying to do just scheming and then when the scheme gets out of control she has to just i guess rely on luck for it to fall back into her favor because that could have gone very left quickly Easy. i mean obviously it was never gonna be it was never gonna be what she was thinking but you know she just needs to you know this was a reality check you know she has to stay calm sometimes take it not go so hard with these advanced teams uh, you need to treat the people around you better you know because Asaka, she goes through a lot obviously she loves you as a as a sister as a as a what's her employer i guess but yeah you know she she's a person too she's her own person too and i feel half of it was oh yeah i want to fulfill your order and half of it's i think she even said it in the car when they wander their way back oh yeah i was trying to get back at you because i'm i'm jealous at you having all this fun and then you're making me do the dirty work so you know keep your eyes peeled kagya man yeah, man. You like understand your true feelings. Understand that if you're going to this extent, maybe it's time to pattern up and, you know, send a lovely text and meet up text. So let's meet up. I need to talk to you. I need to tell you I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes, if, so. you, if you can't handle these kind of antics, it can only get worse from here, Kaguya. Like every day you guys grow older. It can only get worse from here. You might as well pattern up and just reveal it to you. <laughs> And I have to say, I found it very funny when Chica came and then um, Hayasaka was like, oh, his singing is so, his rapping is so bad. And Chica was like, she just got PTSD <laughs> from trying to teach him to sing. I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't even blame you for trying to get out of there. Bam. She suffered enough. The flashback, like, people who are listening to us or watching this on YouTube, you've already seen it in the intro. So you know that singing was ridiculous so imagine like the ptsd chica is going through her face she was horrified she said nah i'm not doing that ever again bun this karaoke session i'm going home (laughs) she had to do the digital dash she she can't take she she can't suffer through that again because if she has to teach man how to rap oh i think she she's not surviving through that one i'm not gonna lie to you it's actually game over for her. Proper game over for her. So moving on to the last episode, episode three, the catch up yes, nearly complete with the Marathon. first. Oh, I will go through this so nicely. So the mm-hmm. um, title, Nagisa Kashiwagi wants to kill. 
and toxic. This is what I Waggy is tapped. It was toxic. It was the most toxic I've seen in a hot second in any series that is animated or with actual actors. Hmm. Boyfriend troubles came to her them, sat them down like she had issues. You had no issues. Your issues is that you didn't talk. But the, all the antics, I don't even know where to hmm. start. I don't actually know where to start. Like, yeah. you see, I don't know. Rajal was a big Miko Ino fan. I was, um, one would say, lukewarm on her. But I have to say, the sympathy. I felt for Eno. Poor Miko Eno. She was the only... When she's the only rational person in the vicinity, you know you know there's something wrong with the individuals who are gathering there. 100%. Because the words that were coming out of this girl's mouth and Kage was backing her. I'm, I was looking at Kage like, bro, what, what's wrong with you, my, my friend? What's it? What's the first accusation? He's cheating. Why, is, why, why do you think he's cheating? Oh, I saw him talking to another girl in in the hallway. And Kage said, Kage said yes. She co-signed it immediately. And Eno, rightfully so, is saying, so, uh, hmm? are you sure? I mean, I mean, and they got onto her. That's your, that's your junior. You're Bam. supposed to be looking after her. And look. You're, you're out here... You're out here disparaging her, making her feel smaller than she is. She even had to... Oh, when she resorted back to the world of affirmation. Oh my days. <laughs> I was crying. I was actually bad. in tears. They're bad, you know. I They're was... bad. They're so bad. It was criminal. It was actually criminal what they did to her. She no, did not deserve that. criminal is hiring a private detective <laughs> to follow your man around. Hey, please. Hey. God, if you're listening, don't hey. ever give me a wife like hey. that. Please, that I was... Can't. That was wild. Wait, okay. This is okay. We're just gonna in right now. We're just gonna go through the procedure. This this was it. So obviously they're sitting down. They've mm-hmm. clowned Eno for the talking and cheating part. Secondly, she said, "Okay, we we're at a restaurant. I went. Th- he wasn't there. I went through his phone. I saw huh? the password because I just looked at his hand and saw the movements, and then I was able to relay that, and I understood that I could also now access his phone." So I looked and then, Mad. She, bro, she wrapped it out that smoothly. That's what she, it was ex- like that. But obviously in Japanese, it was so smooth. And then you have um, Kaguya co-sign it instantly. She's like, yeah, of course. She was like, mm-hmm. I praise your due d- diligence. I praise your um, effort to, you Cut. know, try and understand the situation entering his entering his password and it was like I like your resourcefulness and I was looking at mm. my screen like you're wild <laughs> and Eno is there yeah, like individuals. bruh bruh the tapness that was on show and then when it escalated to like you said the hiring private detective the specific line was because obviously she had found zero evidence on his phone so with the <laughs> with the, the specific line that got me with the private detective when she said I wanted to make sure that I had proof that he wasn't doing it in a way like I was doing it for his benefit 
because I wanted Hello? to prove that he was not GM because he's a good guy. <laughs> and I cried. It's crazy. I, that I, that's crazy. That's when I, that's I was you know, finished. They have money to waste, you know. They have money to waste. Do you think that's cheap? Of course it's not. They're balling. Huh. They're balling. Nah, that's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I can't lie. It's, it's, it's insane to me. It's insane. It's actually insane. Because just the, just the whole optics of this situation of, um, oh, yeah, I, I hired him to prove that he's a good boyfriend <laughs> and he's still cheating on me. And then Kagi was like, yeah, that's only natural. It's only natural. Bam. Oh, th- these two, oh, my days. They were going back to back, you know. You know, finishing each other's sentences. I was like, "Whoa, they, these guys are too in sync." It was effortless. It was. It was like they looked at Eno like, "Why can't you understand how seamless our logic is? Why can't you be on the wavelength that we are to understand that everything mm. that's happening, all of the things that preceded, is just the natural, you know, progression." And Eno, they're like, "Rod, there's nothing natural about this. All of you are tapped." she's crazy still she's crazy still and then the only reason Kaguya disputes it is because since the president went went into that private booth with Hayasaka and then Eno's like oh yeah you know if oh you want karaoke with her oh mm, he might be cheating then and I'm not even gonna get on to Eno because that you know that has credence to it she was she she was backing her thing up she was and Kaguya was like no it's not true I'm like bro stay calm man but my man, boss case, boss case, so easily. Hmm. And then they were doing, they were doing up French kissing in the hallway. Oh like, my bro, days! Calm, we need to stay calm. We need, but we're on the school premises. Like the way they had to shoot that, um, ed, um, was it animate that in a way that kind of <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> too much for us, you know? Because bro, I wasn't yeah, ready. I'm not trying to see that. I was no tongue tennis for me, man. At all. I don't want to see that relay. I don't want to see that. I don't need that in my life. Oh my but days. We need to acknowledge something, Kajal. Tell me, tell me, G. Tell me. Home record, Maki Shijo. She said I recommended him the heart oh. necklace because it was oh, lame. Bro. Home record. No, we can't. We, there are too many trash people in that school. There's actually too many. Maybe that's um one of the you know the things you need, the categories you have to hit. Do you have some form of trashness in your life? Because um the antics she really was trying. Um, record. I have no sympathy. I like mm. I can't comprehend. There's other mandem in that school. Like I know they're not prominent, but there's other mandems. Go go and find somebody else, man. Jesus. But I'm happy we got to get introduced to this girl because I don't know if you noticed, but you know, like anytime we saw Kashiwagi with her man, she was always in the background. That's just lurking. So it was it's about time we see what this girl's about. So obviously in the next section, um You might as well just let's start the section. Is Maki um how do you pronounce the second name? Like Shigo Shijo Shijo wants to take action hey yeah this was this was this was a very um 
it was a funny segment, but it was also informative. We found out that she's the second cousin twice removed of Kaguya. She's, so she's that that's quite interesting. She's that's a branch branch family. Big information. Branch family. Yeah. Huga. That's what I thought of. She they're they're ready to sacrifice her if needed. Oh bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, you're silly, man. Bam. <laughs> That's the vibes I got. It was the Huga family clang ting. Second removed. You're not the main branch. You have the bloodline, but you're not quite it. <laughs> hey, man. I'm... Nah, I, fa- I think just going on to this is like at the end, but just seeing their interaction, Kaguya and Maki, it's. So obviously they know each other. Yeah. And it doesn't seem see it seems like there's some an, animosity between these two. So I'm I'm very interested to see what's moving forward, what um interactions we're gonna see because she was like, Oh yeah, hey auntie on a what's it on a killmonger vibe. Oh, I'm like, facts. Why are you calling her auntie? Facts. Stay calm. Like relax. Um, <laughs> and I just think it's so interesting how um, similar her and the mannerisms between her and Kaguya are. And she, even from the sun, the Sundere ter- tendencies where she's talking about the Shirogane and Ishigami, um, nah, I don't like him or anything, but if if you were to come up to me and ask me, oh, I wouldn't mind. I'm like, bro, mm. you guys are just, you've got the same flow right now. It's kind of crazy. Do you think well, it's a um, family thing, just the way they're brought up? So that connection really, they all have similar kind of traits when it comes to certain aspects of their lives. It might be because of the way the Shinomiya family is, where they're of they're, it seems like they're brought up to believe they are the best of the best, the top pedigree, if you will. So they're they're thinking any. Basically, any person they go for is technically below them, quote unquote. Yeah. So maybe it's hard for them to even rationalize. Oh, yeah, am I really gonna stoop down? It's not really me stooping down. It's me allowing them to step up and be with me. That's so wild. So that's where they get that mindset. Yeah. That's just my head cannon. No, I have to kind of agree with that that flow because just the way like, mannerism, the way they talk communicate um some aspects of the little bit of like her life philosophy and ideologies Mm. they're so alike it's actually crazy they're the same legit the same person and i do really like that it's not just like a tight-knit family or extended family dynamic it's like oh there's there's certain frictions there's certain you know things that maybe they haven't talking about that's like family relations and you don't know how far that stretches back if it's like grandparents great great grandparents you don't know their history so it's just so interesting and hopefully i'm definitely very sure i think maybe i was listening to a podcast somewhere it's like we are gonna get some sort of like family reveal or revelation in the series at some point which yeah is will be so sick yeah i'm just uh, like expanding off that that's um obviously now we're seeing they're slowly 
unraveling that mystery of what Kaguya's family is, you know, because we didn't even know that she had any other relatives in the school. It never really crossed my mind that they would have, you know, other relatives and it would be this girl who's been mm. hanging out in the background, um, kind of spying on the other people's relationship. Uh, but when, when, she's, when she says, yeah, I'm a shinomi, and then she kind of gets this air of, of, around her. You kind of get this royal, you know, boss presence. So you kind of feel like she's on a different level now. Yeah. Kind of the atmosphere around her changed. So I'm, I'm kind of happy that we're starting to see more people in her family and we're kind of seeing how big her family are. Because if she's got branch families, how many branch families are they oh going to be? Oh, my days. And how many actually go to the school? Which would be exactly. crazy. Because so, when you actually deep it, following what you said, when you think of like real life, really prominent families and wealthy families, they do generally go to the same school. And you yeah. don't know if they have a lineage in that school. So maybe their parents went to that school or their grandparents. Could, you know, when it's like the school is their kind of heritage or plays a big part in aspects of um, their family. You know, people are proud. Like, this is the school I went mm-hmm. to. This is the same school my mom and my dad and my grandparents went to. So, like, it opens the door to a lot of possibilities regarding that. I agree. I agree. And then just before, um, I guess like the funny part of this episode, just the interaction between Shiragane, Ishigami, and um, <laughs> Maki. It was pretty entertaining just to see these guys interact. And she's like, and then Ishigami, he was just so, I guess, blonde. He's like, oh yeah, you're cute. And then she starts blushing and everything. <laughs> um, and then I liked how at the end, um, Shogun is like, oh yeah, I can't say I thought she was cute because she reminded me of you. Yeah. I was like, oh okay, that's I, now that's I understand. Nice. Yeah, it was it was very sweet. I think, I think that's what they were trying to. Maybe that was what they were trying to go for. Maybe it's not that they're similar. It's just that actually no, it's, it is that they're similar and that they have the similar tendencies. That's why. That's probably why um, Shirogani was so, I guess, taken to her. Yeah. And they agreed to help Homewreck. So, <laughs> so you're saying um, you're saying it's su- it's suspect. Yeah. What what does um what does um what's it Backrow G say? He says um what's it women are treacherous, bruv. They really are. No, it's true. Like you just you just mm. never know. You actually just never know. Can't trust them because. She she what's it um what's the word um coerce them I guess yeah. it's not it's not the one I'm thinking of but she basically got them to help her break up a relationship which is going six months strong and Shirogan even helped set it up as well she was like oh if it wasn't for that wall slam you see how they're connecting the films from season one to even now so smooth oh. as actually like ridiculously smooth I didn't. That's like the magic of the show, like the the ability to have like intriguing storylines and you know package it in the lay layout they do through an episode, but still like connect everything together. Mm-hmm. And even um the way kind of Ishigami was calling her out for being too passive, and then Shiragami is like, oh, <laughs> it feels like he's talking to me because they're basically <laughs> doing the same thing. Oh, I'm I'm waiting for him to confess to me no that's not how life works you need to take like, action nah, sometimes to... if you want it if you want it done 
pull up. You have to pull up. Do your thing. Facts. Facts. Well, hey man. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this Mackie, um, uh, what's it called? This Mackie plot line goes because I'm, I'm quite interested to see if they're actually going to help homework. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. You know, we'll definitely see. So moving on to the last section, Miyuki wants to be believed. And I believe <laughs> mine pulled out into song, <laughs> but like I can't. This is the part when I actually felt sorry for him because seeing that man was actually forced into a group date or the shenanigans. Do you know in that in that section we have to understand that Shirogane was actually a victim. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> he was actually a victim, and this actually like translated throughout whether it was the same day or the next day because just that fact that it was playing on his mind and he was like how do i now interact with people knowing that do they know have they did they see do you know what i mean like he he, he was definitely overthinking yeah because it seems like it seems like he's going around in the school the way he seems worried that kagi is going to overhear and especially because people have misconstrued him leaving with Hayasaka as him. And they're like, oh, she was the best looking girl in the room. Yeah. So the way the way it probably looks is, oh, we invited this guy who normally never comes. He comes and bags the best babe in in the group. And kind of that's obviously and he's the president of the school, so that's obviously gonna make its round in the rumor mill. No, it's true. I like is definitely you can definitely tell that he doesn't like the spotlight like that. He's not a mm. individual who he wants to be he he likes having all the responsibilities but he's not an individual who likes to be the guy who's shining or the center of attention or center of conversation and he wants people to understand like the truth of what happened like the events that took place. He wants you not to like follow the the rumor treadmill the rumor you know just understand this is mm-hmm. actually the reality of what happened so i think that's what was really making him anxious and when chica comes up with another game i feel like chica has a game for everything i think i said this before the but 10 yen game this game is dangerous this game hey bro this game is actually like expose yourself but also you hope that a lot of people expose themselves as well during the questioning so they know it it could be you but it could not be you but if you guess most likely it's you you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. and kage kind of showed if you're eagle-eyed you can work out who's uh who's doing who's picking what yeah so it's supposed to be unknown, but you need if you're if you're smart about it, you're known. So it's very interesting. It was um, I said that word too much today, but it was a, it was good. It was this was one of the games where I wasn't angry at Chica. I really I enjoyed it. I no, found it quite funny. Don't forget that she pulled up a lie detector before you even start your your this, game team. She's too extra, man. She's too extra. How could she say, "Oh yeah, if you lie." If you if we think you're lying, we're gonna we're gonna verify, and then you're gonna be embarrassed, bro. It was wild. I was like, how did she have a a, 
polygraph reader, just easy access. And it wasn't like one of those. What do you mean how? It wasn't fake. Okay, yeah, we actually, we actually do. We know her family be interrogating people. The the parliamenting people so they can get votes, man. A hundred percent. We got you on record saying this, and we got the lie detector to verify as well. Hey, their family stays scheming. Their family stays. Well, we actually more importantly need the um, Chica family reveal because I I seen the sisters and the dad. I don't know if we've seen the mum yet. We need to see the mum. I actually need to see the mum. We do. We definitely do. Yeah, carrying on with the. With the games, what what did you what did you think? Um, I think the first question from Chica was this classic classic Chica, who do you like? Do you like anyone? Yeah, I was just like, bro, is it is it gonna turn into one of these? Um, and then from there it was um it was in the questions I guess reflected what the some of the in the just like what the characters themselves, I guess, think about a lot. Mm. Uh, Ishigami, he was saying, "Oh yeah, do you guys actually like me?" Yeah, because obviously he we we saw in the last season what he was dealing with in middle school, and then you know again we saw last season some of the issues that she was dealing with, um, the insecurities with people making fun of her because she's a bit too serious, and if she's actually being valued because. Um, like obviously she hasn't really been around this group for too long so she's feeling that insecurity yeah and then Kaguya you know schema top schema and Number then Shirogane was coming with the exactly and Shirogane coming with the counter scheme as all as always but I think the game was it was a good game it was actually kind of wholesome compared to some of the other games that Chica has brought this is probably it might be one of my favorite games that we've seen from um, that Chica has introduced to us. Obviously, you had the balloon one, which was hilarious, and the marriage game where <laughs> Kagi was getting triggered. Um, but yeah, this was a good game, and the answers um, are going to be good moving forward because at the end of the episode, also, Chica was like, oh, who does Kaguya like? Because yeah. obviously she was cheating, as always. And she's like, oh, okay, Kaguya likes someone. That's gonna, that, that's definitely going to get touched upon later. Yeah. I loved when um, Chica was looking at everybody. She's looking at, um, it's like, who likes who? Is it Eno? Is it, does she like Eno? Is it, <laughs> is it? Yeah, because it was three. It was yeah, it was three. It was three people. So, like... So, Kageo, Shogane, and either Ishigami, Miko, or Chika, I guess. Yeah. And that's oh, why this game is dangerous, isn't it? Because it's depending on how many... The more people who, like, have the same answer, the worse yeah. it is. Because you, the odds are, like, it's one of you, you guys. You can deduce it. Yeah, it's, like, it's easy to deduce. But, um, yeah, that's... That was anything eventful, uh, any more eventful stuff regarding this section? Um, Apart from Kaguya being a genius, but also Shirogane, also, like you said, yeah, that was quick thinking plays. For, him to, for him to do that. But um, 
I guess because if three people were cheating, Ishigami, Chika, and Kaguya, they all admitted to cheating. Yeah. I'm just wondering what questions they cheated on. Because I know Chika obviously cheated on the first question. Um, and then the thing is, one thing that confused me was when um it was Ishigami's turn and they said like three, three people was face up and then one person wasn't. And it looked like, I think... I feel like Chica kind of messed up the results there because of like what she did. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not too sure. It's a bit unclear to me. I might have to read into it later. But um, aside from that, that was it was um pretty straightforward section. I think that bit with Chica at the end will be interesting going forward. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode. All three good episodes to start the season strong. So we're looking forward to number four this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Quality, quality episode. So, rounding up, really enjoyed this session. Soon come mm. that we'll be doing the rest. Obviously, it will be one episode at a time after this because, you know, we just had to make sure we got the catch-up done. Um, mm-hmm. Any last words before we close the thing? Um... Yeah, it was, it's fun to talk Kagi again, you know. It's a good show. It's one of the few shows that we actually properly discuss on here. So it's um, always a good time. I'm looking forward to this season. So you'll be you'll be hearing from us more regularly. Maybe we'll put this on the... Do you reckon we'll, we'll put this on Spotify? You can yeah, put we, it on Spotify for Yeah, them. we'll probably put it on so, yeah, yeah. We'll Spotify. So you can listen offline or on YouTube. So yeah you'll be hearing from us. And obviously the podcast is going to be there as well. But yeah, that's all from me. I'll be out. Likewise, yeah, you guys appreciate um, listening to us and sticking with us and hope you enjoyed season three opener of the AK Watch. More to come and we'll catch you in a bit. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye.